I would like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marian Barnett, your host. We hear each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on KNON. 89.3 FM, the voice of the people. A lot of things going on in the world. The world seems to be all stirred up from the local scene unto the international scene. And wondering what they are calling for. Are you calling for America to become more involved in the Korean uh, uh, situation? Are you asking for... Uh, do you want America to get uh, more mixed up in it? And you started providing fighter jets and everything to oversee uh, 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 airspace. Are uh, you for America becoming involved in this war? More involved. There already is. And probably more involved than we know behind the scenes. But what's going on? Do you see how? We should react. Should we be taking in Korean, uh, the refugees, all the refugees and, and people that are coming from overseas? Are we for that? What are we for? How do we stand? How do you stand on this war? This war is, is really, really Something that we got to think about, because it could start World War Three. World War Three, with countries that have nuclear weapons, and uh, nuclear weapons uh, could be the end of mankind. Yes, it could wipe all mankind out. It just it's just one of those things. It's, uh, a lot of people don't like to think about it. They say, "Wow, oh, this not gonna happen." It's not gonna because you don't want it to happen. Don't any of us want it to happen? But we gotta remind you, it's definitely a possibility that mankind could wipe himself, wipe himself off of the face of the earth. Destruction. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, could you cut the theme song down? Yes, mankind can wipe itself out several several times over. Several times over. And when we have uh, these type of things and these type of questions, the president of Ukraine calling for America's more involvement and everything. And I got a question I want to ask somebody. Somebody call in hurriedly and answer this for me. Why did Ukraine, why did they not join NATO? Why didn't they join NATO? Uh, they would have had <clears throat> the backup of all those NATO countries around Russia plus the United States, but they didn't. Why? Were they trying to save money? Why? Why weren't they? Why didn't they join NATO? But now they want everybody to come help them, and I guess they didn't pay into that uh, would have gotten you help against Russia. 
Maybe Russia may never have a, would have attacked had they joined NATO. Why didn't they join NATO? I want to know. Why didn't they? 972-647-1893. is the number to call. That's the number. Why did they not join NATO? Somebody got an idea? Somebody been listening? Anybody listening this morning? Wake up. There you go. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. And tell me, why didn't they? They would have then definitely had more enforcement. But why? It's a country that grew up. Like I said, the Europeans owed them uh, a favor. When back years ago, when they were the Shazars, they was done a favor. They protected Europe. And Europe boasts about them. Uh, not allowing the Muslim to take over the European continent 100%. But they fought back. They fought back and protected Europe. Why didn't they join NATO? And I'm not hearing the national media ask none of these questions. I'm not hearing them. They are not responding to a lot of questions about what had what should have happened or what happened. The media is just glossing over this to make this whole thing look good. It's, it's really ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 972-647-1893. The number to call. You want to talk. All righty. Uh, who do we have? Hello. Good morning, everybody. And we have uh, Bill. Bill on uh, line one. Bill on line one. All righty. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Martin. Fine. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 You were asking about should we should we get more involved? I don't think we should. That's oh. my opinion. I don't think we should. And I, I just find it I just find it strange and, and, and upsetting that they welcome so many people across across the border, you know, but they south of the border, whatever they, they turned away, they they demonize those people, you know, mm-hmm. they're running from the same kind of they're, mm-hmm. they're running from the same kind of same kind of oppression. Yeah. That these people are. Yes. But because the color of their skin, you know, they welcome with open arms. And it should oh, be yes. for mm-hmm. That's right. But uh, have you ever heard, or uh, do you know, why didn't uh, Ukraine, you know, why didn't they join NATO? I don't know, Pastor Martin. That's a good question. I really haven't thought about that. Why didn't they join? I really haven't thought about that. I hope somebody has an answer. If you can come on and explain it. But, uh, well, you know, it was formulated after World War II. Right. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization. And uh, formed after World War II, and they were there to protect uh, those countries around Russia from communist aggression. Now, this is this is the story that the U.S. and Russia and everybody tells. 
Uh, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the Ukraine part of Russia, though, right? At that time? Well, actually, Ukraine used to rule Russia. Back when they were the Shazars and they, Russia oh, was right. nothing but sure Rus. Ukraine had more, was more powerful than Russia. But after years, you know, Genghis Khan was ruling that whole area over there. But when we see now that uh, that all that is over with, and after World War II had ended, and Germany had surrendered and everything, they and they and they began to see. They said the Russian bomb was going to take over everything, which they looked like they were. And they formed NATO to stop communist aggression. That's the lie that's been told all these years. Now, all right, what happened? Why didn't Ukraine join in with those other countries? That's a good question, yes, sir. I'm wondering the same thing myself. But no, I don't think we should get more involved. I think we're we're involved as far as we can. And uh, I, I really don't think we should get more involved. I really don't. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I'm, of course, I'm, I'm, for, I'm against oppression. I'm against people getting killed and invaded and whatnot, you know. But it's just, uh, I don't think we should get more involved. Because, mm-hmm. Well, you know, when, I, when I just don't. it seems like they didn't take any precautions to truly protect themselves from the Russians. And uh, Putin see what's going on. Putin is not as dumb as a lot of people trying to make him out to be. No, no, he's not dumb. He's just shrewd. Mm-hmm. He's very shrewd and and, uh, and diabolical. Okay, I yeah. mean, that's that's the main word I think of: diabolical and shrewd. Yes, you know, he is. He, he 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 is, and and he's to be watched. And uh, you never know. Putin no, might want a world war. You just don't. I think he wants to be a. Uh, uh, a world dictator just like Trump wants to be a world dictator. I, that's right. what I think he I, is. I, I don't. I, I don't understand that. You know that 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 mentality of these these dictators or whatnot. You know they want a world war, whatever they want to rule. What are they going to rule over? You know, there, there's not going to be anything left if they have a world war. There's not going to be anything left to rule over. Well, they believe know? they believe they can survive. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure they have their bunkers and, and, yeah. and their safety nets and whatnot. But you know. Survive and do what? Live indoors the rest of you know the rest of your days or whatever you know because because the world's not going to be the same. You're not going you know. No, it'll never be the be same again. But it'll never be the same again. No, but uh, but it's just uh, I've been asking why didn't they join NATO? Because That's under NATO's chapter five in that in that treaty that if one of those NATO countries is ever attacked, everybody will jump in. Everybody right. will defend right. that country. Well, now, why didn't they take that deal? Yes, sir. I hope somebody can explain it to us mm-hmm. a little bit better. All right. Expect- I'll be calling some of you uh, pundits uh, that know. 972-647-1893. Call in and explain it. What's going on? What's going on? Why didn't they join? Why is it they think America's supposed to join, jump over all those countries that are part of the North, North Atlantic Treaty Organization and come up front, provide jets, provide, I don't know, they might even want America to, to, 
to provide bombers and everything else to protect them, or provide soldiers to come in and protect them. Now, would there be a backlash to this war with Russia? Would there be a backlash in America? Who would America revolt against? Remember, this war here, to seem to me, is less senseless as the Vietnam War. I can remember when Vietnam started, and how it started, and there were those who said, no, this was not a war where there was needed to be American soldiers and young men dying like, I don't know, they were dying like flies. They were even dying like flies. Some, everybody couldn't get a deferment. Some went to college. Some was married and had families. But those Americans who were of those age, American men, young men, men my age, went off to war, was killed. We didn't know why. Yet people like Jane Fonda, who really had more information than everybody thought they did, I thought she did, and found out a lot of that what she said she was correct on. Why is it that uh, we uh, would be willing to send young men or young women off to war? Why would we be willing to risk our lives for a senseless war in Europe. They call it senseless, but Putin feel like he owes the most Shazars uh, a whipping for what they did to Russ, who later became Russia some years ago. This, these things go, these things run deep. They run deep. They run very, very deep. How can we? Now, I know our people should have some deep-rooted and deep-seated opinions on this particular subject. If we think at all, we can think at all. Could many of our young men and again, end up on the front line there in Europe. I wonder about this. I wonder about this. I, I see them, every newscast, are oh, they are welcoming these people here, welcoming them with open arms and just loving and kindness. Well, to be honest, they should should be welcoming. But I've seen other groups of people running from tyranny, running hard from tyranny. They take them and put them under a bridge down on the 
Rio Grande River. Don't cross into this country. Don't cross. Don't come over here. No, we don't want you in. We don't want you in. Now they're letting us know. It wasn't so against the American population growing any greater, but what they were against, certain skin colors, no more of them in this country. We don't want the ones we got, and we definitely don't want some more. Okay, Haiti, to St. Overture, you and your army from Haiti, defeated those who would be would have taken America and when when they would have taken America they would have been now as I said last week speaking French you would not be speaking English and because the Haitians defeated uh, European nation all European nations, including America, turned on the Haitians. This was something. This is something we have to look at. This, 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 this is ridiculous. Certain people are not wounded yet. If those who can't see it, they ought to be able to see it now. Can't you see what's happening? Our immigration policies. Everybody wants to come to America because our forefathers have made slaves and made America great. Worked and made it, and it became the agriculture, the breadbasket of the world. And it could, nobody could trade with them because they had free labor and made America great. It's something. I'm up against a short break right now. 972-647-1893 and we'll take your calls when we get back. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the y'all know. All right, we're back. We're back. And we're ready to take your calls at 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. righty. So Sojourner uh, is on uh, line one. Sojourner? All right. Good morning, y'all. Ken O'Han. Good morning. Yes. Go right ahead. Uh, there's a uh, podcast that was done in 2015 at the University of Chicago. The title of the podcast is Why is Ukraine the West's Fault? Featuring a man yes. named John Messenger. Okay. The last name is spelled M-E-A-R-S-H-E-I-M-E-R. And this was done in 2015. Uh, at the University of Chicago. Uh, another point I want to make is that during the Vietnam era, 40% of the soldiers that went to Vietnam were black soldiers. 40%. 40%? 40%. 4-0. Mm. 
I remember it being a disproportionately high number, but I didn't remember it being that high. Forty percent. And we are on, we were less than eight percent of the population. Eight percent of the population, but forty percent of the soldiers. I know a disproportionately high number of us were killed and injured uh, in Nam, but I never knew there was that many black soldiers. I didn't think it was that many black soldiers in in the world in America. Forty. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Check it out. Now, 40%, because I, I was in school at the time myself, and they was they was zipping us out of here. Guys that was, I'm talking about you barely got out of high school. Uh, one guy I know, he went to school with me. We graduated in May, and I didn't see him no more until maybe five or six years later. And I asked him, hey, man, where do you go? I went to uh, Fort Polk, Louisiana, mm -hmm. and weeks later, I was in Vietnam. Now, but, but now, you did have some of those fellas that escaped to uh, Mexico and Canada. You yeah. remember who, the, who was those fellas? I knew one black guy that got out of the country. He went to Canada. He was in school with me. He was able to get to Canada. Yeah. Well, you knew one more than I ever knew. I That's never knew any black guys who ran off to Mexico or Canada, but the guys who ran off to Mexico and Canada did, that didn't want to go to war were white. They were white. They were white. Blacks were given, I got a 1A classification because, and I went to the Selective Service Board, and they told me, said, we will give you a, I think it was a 1S deferment, but if you're not in school, or if you make a failing grade in school, then you will become eligible to go to the military. And I sweated it out. You know, I, was, I wasn't going. I was like, you know, yeah. boy. See, uh, the, 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 the college deferment was a 2S. Okay, and uh, you had to, yeah, you had to pass all your classes. You had to pass every class you had. Yes. That's, that's, you had to pass classes. Son. You had to pass Stay out of them. Mm. And so... But it was they were snatching them up, and those guys that came back, a lot of those guys that did make it back, they were so messed up in the head. This brother I'm telling you about, he won't even talk about the war. Well, many were messed up with dope. No, they had no. to take in order just to survive mentally in that war. And yeah. uh, so many atrocities happened to our people in such disproportionate numbers that... Uh, but I, I will check that 40%, but it was a high percentage of uh, our people, a disproportionately high percentage of our, our young men that were killed in Vietnam. Thank you for your call. I close the line 972-647-1893, 972-647-1893. Who do you have here? James on the line two. James, ready? Good morning, James. Uh, good morning, Reverend. Yes, sir. Uh, How are you? Okay. Uh, this subject you're talking about this morning is very, very important. It's a foreign policy question. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we generally, we look over. Mm -hmm. And we should not look over because, you know, it was a foreign policy thing that really shut the civil rights movement down in the 60s because the civil rights movement was going on and then here comes Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And that's when... Everybody shifted, shifted gear. 
The industries turn from uh, civil rights uh, to uh, the Vietnam War. Was getting all the play, most of the play on TV, and in the newspapers and radio and everywhere else. It, 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 there was a shift that distract, did some distraction from the civil rights movement. Yeah. Yes, sir. And the same thing is going on right now. We were talking about build back better. We were talking about COVID things that relate to us on a day to day basis right here at home. And now we're talking about Ukraine. And so that's why we need to pay attention to it so we can tell them. Don't spend our money and our time and our energy in Ukraine. Spend it right here. You know, well, ask yourself a question. What they're fighting for, the Ukrainians is fighting against, is something that we have people fighting against us here in America. The right, the right to vote, the right of a democracy. We, are, we have uh, the Republicans don't want you to vote in America but we'll be first want to send you over to overseas in order to fight for another country's democracy. Absolutely. And the whole question of what's going on in Ukraine is not being presented to us by the media. We need to start asking ourselves the question, why did 35 African countries uh, refuse to join with the U.S. in the U.N. when they voted uh, to reprimand Russia? Uh, it was only one country voted directly against their effort, uh, Eritrea. Mm-hmm. 35 other African nations abstained from the vote. Mm-hmm. And uh, why did they do that? They, they had a reason for doing that. And uh, generally, though, I don't see why the U.S. wants to be the U, uh, uh, worldwide police. Why do they got to go over there and try to stop that? Well, in order for... They but, got to protect. Remember this always. They have to protect white supremacy. Okay. This is protecting well, white supremacy. And uh, they want to rule the world, rule everything about it. And uh, any other color that try to rise to prominence on this earth, they're going to fight against it. And then they'll fight their own to keep America at the top. But they depend on the those who working class people every day to keep America rolling and we are ruled and we are ruled under uh, uh, white supremacy in a way that that no other nation in history has ever done. I've often said our problem is here in America we finance our own uh, destruction. We finance our own oppression here in America. We pay for it. We go to work and we work hard. First thing we do after on payday is take our money back to our oppressors. Well, we do. I, I totally, I totally agree with you. And uh, I'm make this last point, then I'm gonna hang up. Uh, you mentioned financing uh, over here. They. And I don't know. They raised the amount of money they're gonna they wanted to spend on war, but they don't have money. They say for stuff like fixing the roads, for stuff like stuff like taking care of people with COVID and et cetera and so on down the line. But they do have money for war, and we need to stop that. We need to call our Congress people and tell them not another penny on war. Spend it right here on our streets and on our health and et cetera and so on down the line. Thank you very much, Reverend. All right. Thank you. 
Uh, Clear the line, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Tony on the line three. Tony? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rev. How are you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? First, you know, I've heard the argument that we should, I mean, Burger should send money overseas for war. But it's, it's, it's strange that when people say that, they don't vote. If you vote the Republicans out of office and you vote people who believe like you in office, they might vote to put money here. But the fact of it is this, we don't vote. Right. Number two, what's happening in, uh, in Ukraine is this. One of the reasons Ukraine did not, uh, uh, well, first of all, Clinton couldn't defame Ukraine by them taking away nuclear weapons from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Number two, the UN said this, you can't join us unless you stop the corruption in Ukraine. And mm-hmm. Ukraine did not do that. That's, that's one of the reasons when, when uh, they asked uh, years ago to go in, you, UN has specific guidelines. You cannot, you cannot have corrupt government and man, you know that that's not true because most of the governments in the world are corrupt. Even the United States is corrupt. Mm-hmm. But but the reality is is this: is that what you have is you have nationalists, white evangelicals who support Russia because Russia is an Orthodox Christian nation. And Russia so, is an Orthodox Christian nation. What was? It's not, but but the fact of it is this: if you listen to the the talking points of the of the white right 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 wing, they consider Russian a Christian I, nation. I, I want you to hold that right there, because down through the years, Russia has been known as an atheistic country that don't even exactly. don't believe in God. Now exactly. Putin. I don't know what he was doing. He was up there quoting the Bible day before yesterday. He was there quoting the Bible in some big meeting. And uh, and, and I said, well, now, they've been known as atheists all these years. Now, mm-hmm. is Putin trying to divide America by, yes. by, by quoting scripture? Uh, what's 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 going on here? What's, what's going on? Because it has been that communist bloc was P.O.D. supposedly one hundred percent atheistic. So uh, there there uh, is 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 there some changes and maybe not maybe in their hearts, but uh, in their philosophy. But I'm, I'm, both can be evil. Those those. Uh, those 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 Christ, those white Christians here in America, and the communists. I don't know which one is more I, I, evil. I, I, I don't know which one is worse. I'm gonna mm-hmm. use this, Reverend. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, now remember, uh, Putin is HCI, uh, KGB. Mm-hmm. Remember in the sixties. Remember in the sixties. And remember, mind you, I was born in 1970. Khrushchev said that. Khrushchev said when he when, when the Russians. Don't have to do anything. Shoot one shot. They're gonna destroy America from within. Mm-hmm. Um, Putin knows this. Putin knows this. A house divided will fall. The fact of it is this: the white fear in America is so great is that they're about to destroy this nation 
and have a, a, a full multicultural society because to them, this is manifest destiny and the fact of it is this. They only had this world for 500 years, a small income, a small time. So the reality is this. They see, even Europe sees and the Western world see that China, Africa, and everybody else is gaining their strength. And, and the fact of it is this. If I cannot control the resources of this world, I was a burn it. Like the Bible, like God said, mm-hmm. well, when he put again, he's going to burn the world. And guess what he's showing people? Every day he's showing you, okay, you're going to show yourself because you're too ignorant. Thank you. Well, yeah, Tony, before you go, you had, yeah. it came to almost within a mile of mm-hmm. a nuclear war and the nuclear weapons were our enemy weapons was right off the coast of the new United States. It was known as the Cuban crisis. Yes. John F. Kennedy was the president. And had those ships come, oh, another mile or so, Kennedy was gonna have those Russian ships sunk. But he, what he did was he broke the back of Nikita Khrushchev the Russian dictator at that time. And he told him, if that ship don't turn around right now, they're going to sink them, which was going to start World War Three. See, I'm older than I was born. You born in what? You said 70s? <laughs> I, was born, I was born in the 40s. And uh, I remember like yesterday, we thought we were fixing to go into World War Three, mm-hmm. And that's what broke Really, the communist regime at that time that Kennedy had called had several uh, ships, uh, submarines, planes, planes ready, everything. And see, they were, Russia had no way they could have won that because America had everything in southern Florida ready to take off and go and sink, sink everything out there. That wasn't American. So Castro had called, and Castro and Khrushchev was ace buddies. But the irony of that situation was, guess what college Castro finished from? Which one? Harvard. I never knew that. Yeah, he, he finished from Harvard. And also, Castro was not Cuban. You know what Castro was? What? An Italian. See, uh, we have to understand a whole lot of things that have gone on down through the years. We think it's just black and white and this and that. Uh, It's all about power and white supremacy and world takeover. Like you just said, you said something. I don't know how much you you know how how much you really said. Uh, There are certain nations that are rising and rising faster than they ever thought. This is why so many crises are in the world right now. This is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is why. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for being a young man that's a thinker. 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we... 
Oh my God! That's, it's 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 time for a break. I yeah. Can't take in one minute. Time. I mean, we can. Nine seven two six zero seven one eight nine three, and uh, we'll take your calls as soon as I get back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back, and we're back and ready to take your calls, 972-647-1893. I know many of you call, and we miss so quite a few, but uh, we're going to take them. Uh, just please call us back. Be patient with us. Be patient with us. <laughs> and we'll take your calls. Many of you are on online holding right now. I'll... I'll be right with you as soon as we get these lines straightened out. We went off the air for a second, and uh, we'll get it straightened out and take your calls. We got to take your calls. So Y'all calling right now. Yes, now, there we go. Okay. 972-647-1893, in case you don't have that number. All right, Pierre, who do we have? Right. We have uh, Rocky on line two. Rocky. Rocky? Yes. All righty. Uh, good morning, uh, Rocky. Good morning. Yes. Yes. Good morning. Go right ahead. It, uh, I just wanted to clarify that. Uh, but first of all, thanks for having me on, Reverend. The, uh-huh. uh, the percentage of combat troops in Vietnam that were black was 23%, and 16.3% of those were drafted. And at mm-hmm. the time, we were 11% of the United States population. Black males? So you can't count females in the Vietnam War era. They, were, they, were not, they did not go as draftees. We went as draftees. And, uh, so assume, assume that the half of our population is female, then we were about 5 to 6%. Yeah, that's what I said. That's, that, that was our percentage. Right. It was very the low. That that's really significant is that in World War II, they, they did everything they could to keep black guys from having guns. So there were very few black units, and there were very few, a uh, very small percentage in the combat units early on in World War II. But things changed drastically from uh, World War II to Vietnam. Yeah, that's, that's because they found out we were great warriors. Great war. They should have known, known that from a long time before that. Because mm-hmm. I think we well, they didn't. They, they did. They didn't know history. In the Revolutionary yeah. War and in the Civil War in the United States. Mm-hmm. On both sides of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, you know, I, I know a little bit about these things because I graduated from West Point in 1979. Okay. Okay. You graduated from West Point in '79. Mm-hmm. I did. Did you go in as a, what, a second, a second lieutenant, or what did you? I was, I was an air defense officer and uh, uh, a second lieutenant, and did my over, officer basic course in, uh, in uh, Fort Bliss, Texas. All right, I nailed El Paso. All righty. Thank you. Thank you for that information. That's clear That's line 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? So we we have uh, David on uh, line one. David on line one. Good morning, David. Good morning, David. How you doing, brother? Fine. How are you? Oh, I got peace of mind. First mm-hmm. of all, brother Barnett, Putin is an orthodox Christian. He ain't an angelic gospel Christian. He pistols. That's what America is. 
these Orthodox Christians, they broke away from the Catholic Church in 1025 A.D. It's a difference between Orthodox Christians and American Christians. Yeah. It wasn't the 15th The God told you correctly. Blacks was in Vietnam. I did three tours over there. He told me correctly when he said, oh, oh he said around 40-something percent. Oh, no, no, well, no, it wasn't 15%, 15%. Yeah. I knew it wasn't 40-something percent over there, uh, but it still was a larger percentage than what we really are in America, about 5 or 6%. Our population wasn't 11%. Yeah, that was the entire population. That was counting women and all. And they right. wasn't, at that time, they were not drafting women, only right. men. And, and, but this is more heavier than this. This is... This is world government. World government is Zionism, communism, favorism, socialism. A United States government is that of a democratic, Republican democracy. They are the only one that's not in order for the new world order. They ain't going to bomb or tear up this place because the Zionists say this is the new Jerusalem, America. But America will not come on board, so what they're going to do is break them. And America's going to fall in less than six years. The government, and we're going to the new world order, which would be up under Zionism. The whole world would be up under Zionism. They own the world right now. They own the United States in 1914 under Woodrow Wilson. All you have to do is study the history and get to learn elders of Zion, that book. If you get that book, I've been in that book for 50 years. You can download it now. You couldn't even get it 10 years ago. You couldn't find it nowhere 10 years ago. Big Mama had a 1914 edition of it in, in, in her house. I didn't know what it was till I started reading it when I was about 11 or 12 years old. Daddy, my daddy introduced me to the book and had me reading it. But that's what we're going into. We're into the new world. The only people that hold it out is America because they have a democratic and republican and a democracy form of government. It only lasts 250 years, you and your 244th year. But you don't have to worry about no World War Three and all of that. It ain't going to never happen because they ain't going to tap the world. And well, I don't know. You know, <clears throat> when you read the historicity and the attitudes of the Gentiles, in the Bible, when you read that, yeah, they do. They have the mentality to destroy the world. They teach yeah, you to read that 11th chapter of Romans. Read it. Just read it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm, I'm to them, but, but they'll step in before they let them destroy it. That's, it's a whole lot. Who's going to step in? Because those who you would think were going to step in will be the ones who's going to do the destruction. I'm telling you, this thing could be far worse than anyone want to believe. A lot of people just don't even want to believe it. Don't think it could ever happen, but believe me, there is a possibility if we don't be careful. United States, the Zionists called America the New Jerusalem. They are not going to tear up America, but we are going into... Those are Christian evangelicals that's calling America. The new yeah. Jerusalem. They try to make the eagle in uh, Revelation 13 America. I've studied and looked at that thing. That's Israel. 
That's the Israelites. Right. That's not America. And believe me, uh, we're in deeper trouble than we ever would dream we're in. But I thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do you have next for you? Eric on uh, line two. And we have another uh, caller after two, you know, uh, uh, that I talked about. Yes. All right. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Reverend Bernard, how you doing? Fine, how are you? I'm doing good. Reverend Bernard, you know what? The white man don't hate black people. We do too much for them, man. We drink their beer. We smoke their cigarettes. We get our food stamps. We don't mess with them. They know this. We go to jail for them. We go to do you think these things make him like us? Yeah, he like us. He loves us to death. No, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right when you say he loves us to death. Yeah, he sure do. Hmm? It ain't a matter of us killing them. It's not a matter of us doing any harm to them. The harm have always been done to us. We're doing it to ourselves. Some days are over with Reverend Burnett. No, 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 no. I wish, I wish you were, I wish you were correct. But uh, you know what? Well, you're not even headed in that direction. No, no, no. You're going in the wrong direction with the whole thing. We must stand up and be men and quit pretending. Quit pretending to be something else that we're not. I don't pretend to be nothing. I do everything I do to help myself. I take my butt down to the park. And I run five days a week. Yeah. I go to the groups and I work. Yeah, that, and that's that. When I get in that gym next year, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to change them six-year-old minds and, and I'm going to teach them other jumps. Yeah. All I, right. I, I, I do something that a whole lot of niggas can't do what I do, and that's Bob. I can teach you how to fuck with how to computer. Yeah. I can teach you how to scroll flow. Okay. I, I All right. And I right. thank you, and I thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972- Six four seven one eight nine three. All righty. Good morning. You on KNON? Hello, my name is Cliff Bowers. Your name is what? Comment on uh, the thing about Cuba was that uh, I I've always have felt that uh, Fidel saved Cuba because before that they were going through a lot of oppression through the capitalism. Well, you're right about that because Batista was overthrown by Castro yeah. and Castro was supposed to have been a friend to America and Truman yeah. thought he was a friend but he yeah. was he was not a friend yeah, to America corrupt. yeah mm -hmm. and anyway um, I know that sometimes with the way we we've been heading in this country I do not care for fascism I would rather be a I would rather be a dead communist than shake the hand of a fascist. And that is the way I feel about fascism. Well, that's what, what, what do you think America is? Yeah, it's what I see a lot. And, I, and we see, I see it in our policies. I see it in insurance. I see it in corporations. I've seen it in education. And, uh, you know, there's discrimination in all different areas throughout this country that are held on us. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, in just any different respects, you know, I, I've, I've had jobs and, you know, they start questioning of you like, 
well, are you married? And they find out you're single and you're not of a, you know, their, their persuasion, they let you go. You know, you, you do 90 days and you're out the door. So we had a real high uh, temp agencies that have created across this country as a result of discrimination. And um, we've been very oppressed people in this country. And I, I, me, I speak different languages. And I get very upset when someone comes up to, well, you know, you should just speak English here. And, you know, I had some woman say that to me in a Mexican food restaurant in Dallas. Boy, I turned around and read her. But, you know, um, the main thing that is the cause of fascism is ignorance. Just plain old down-to-earth ignorance. And I saw a lot of that in East Texas, even in our education and our library. You could probably go down there to the Greenville Public School Library and not find in the school district a book on uh, the color purple. You know, they, 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 they pull stuff like that off of their book. There were books that I read when I went to college that I was not allowed to have in school. You know, and so that opened up my mind a lot. And um, I tend to use the European view of, towards American history. I do not use American history because it's whitewashed. Well, so is European also. But yeah. we have to understand that there is a great world out there with great world history that if people only knew, it would end the bigotry and hatred that's in, in the world, which the worst country probably in the world when it comes to bigotry, ignorance, and hatred is America. Because we are propagandized more than any other nation on earth. We think other nations are propagandized, but America yeah. is number no, we, one. We, we created and invented propaganda. Yeah. Because I used to be in that stuff in the military, so I know. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. All righty. Uh, we thank you okay, for your call. Take care and tell mm -hmm. why and all that good stuff and adios and Oscar Wiggles. All right. That clears the line 972-647-1893. All righty. But when we begin to see what's really going on in America, how do it affect our everyday lives? Do we uh, we are re reactionary people. Instead of us being proactive, doing things that would get us ahead, instead of buying certain things, if we'd hold our money and begin to invest in businesses and begin to come together as a think tank, do we have any think tanks in America today? Are there? I'm talking about black think tanks. I naturally know you have many whites. Black think tanks that will, that will sway our thinking, open our minds, and give us a thought about advancement. How would it go? How do you see? And I'm talking about women as well as men. So far, all the callers this morning have been men, not women. Women, 
black women, do you think? Do you think? Well, don't be calling in. Y'all leave us out now. Well, put your, put your thoughts in. Put your thoughts in. What, what about it? What about us thinking that we could be somebody? How we can really be a force to be reckoned with? How do we really think? How do we? Are we too busy trying to impress others to have money for investments? What about that? What about the, 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 uh, those that call other places and have other people from out of this, not a part of this area, all of this, and say, you, we need to follow them, we need to follow that. What are you thinking? Money, Do us no good if we don't know how. How? You're thinking, if, if you got the idea, let people know. Let people know. If they don't want to let them know, want to be a secret society, that's fine. But what about those who don't want that? Just have ideas about liberation, about freedom. All righty. 972-647-1893. Let's take some calls, all right? Who yeah, is? we have uh, Marsha. Marsha? Yes, on line one. All righty. Good morning, Marsha. Hello. I uh, wanted to call in, and I especially am happy that you asked to hear from the women. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, because uh, I happen to be a woman. Okay. But mm -hmm. I uh, always like to hear your discussions about history. And... Um, listen to you every Saturday. Well, thank you. But I would like to uh, discuss with you um, certain things that happened after World War II. Mm-hmm. And uh, mainly having to do with Germany. Mm-hmm. And Germany's uh, activity during this time as well. Um, I've gotten pretty sick of all the propaganda that has been generated in this country, uh, in particular before Russia even invaded Ukraine, mm -hmm. as the war drums were beating and we were being prepped. I tell you what, Marsha, uh, I'm going to get my producer to put you on hold. We're up against a, okay. a major break. And... Uh, okay. He's put you on hold. We'll take Marshall when we come back in the 8 o'clock hour. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. Everybody can reach me at the number. 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back and we're back and in hour number two of Church Information and Open to Forum. And we are... Uh, have a church tomorrow morning, 9.30, on Facebook. Marion Barnett Sr., Heavenly Joy Church. Everybody's invited to attend. 
be inspired, be educated. Everybody's invited to attend. All right, let's go back and uh, bring Marsha on. Uh, bring Marsha back, all right? All right, Marsha, are you there? I'm here. I'm go right ahead, go right ahead. All right, well, uh, it was interesting that uh, Mr. Hightower was just on with his uh, expose about uh, China making all of the pharmaceuticals that uh, we take here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a big picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Putin is afraid of China. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. And he did, in fact, the question was posed earlier, why didn't Ukraine join NATO? Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Putin asked to join NATO so he could be protected from Russia. And he said, how do I get invited to join NATO? And the diplomat with whom he spoke, I don't know all the particulars, uh, told him, well, you don't get invited. You have to apply. So I don't know if he did apply and was rejected. Uh, I don't know. Well, don't it know was formed, it. what, 1948, right after? Right, right after World War II. World War II and yeah. Putin, I don't even know if Putin was born. Then. How old is Putin? Well, he's, uh, I think, in his 60s. Well, no, he, wasn't, he wasn't even born in 1948. But uh, it the bundle on that was, well, the problem with that, he was not born. He was not there. And uh, and uh, why did not Ukraine, the question was, right. why did not Ukraine join NATO? Why did they not? Well, All the rest of those nations way. around the USSR uh, joined except for Ukraine. Why did they not join? I have no idea, and it's a good question. Why is it they ready to send the world into a war because of mistakes that they made? Well, and I agree with that. But uh, at this time, uh, I mean, I I love Russian culture, literature, Tolstoy, uh, Pushkin. <laughs> um, it's... Uh, their literary history is just, you know, such a uh, a gift to the world. I, I've never hated Russia, although uh, I was, I'm a year older than you. I was born in 47, and I remember going to school uh, during the 50s and how you, you never learned anything about Russia other than negative stuff. Yeah, get up under your desk. Do you remember how we have to get up under our desk and practice nu- uh, for nuclear war? Oh, yes. Then we had to run outside, and you had people literally uh, was standing on businesses all over the United States watching for war planes. I understand. I, I, I remember all of that. But what what's, what's happening here is that they used to run those NATO commercials talking about not one inch 
of free soil has been taken by America since the formulation of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, which will fight to keep freedom worldwide. Well, we know a lot of that was bunk. They probably would have fought Russia, but they didn't want freedom in America at that time and still don't. Right. That's where the paradox is, and that's where America is going to meet its Waterloo. By denying freedom to those who have fought to make America great, but they don't want everybody to be free in America. I'm not disputing that at all. I understand. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a disgrace. But the issue I'm trying to bring up pertains to Germany. And the fact that part of uh, the penalty to Germany at the end of World War II was that it should not be reunited ever again. Well, you agree with the Russians on that, huh? Well, uh, when they divided Berlin, yeah. and yes, I do uh, because. One of the things that was pointed out to me by a friend of mine, I've essentially stopped listening to the news because I don't believe anything that I hear. But she said she heard Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, uh, in his uh, speech recently, uh, I, I guess it was the one to the UN or... The, the Congress, which, whichever one, but he was madder at Germany because of all the nations that have boycotted the oil from Russia. Germany uh, is still taking their oil. Well, every nation is going to look out for themselves. Don't ever think they're going to destroy right. themselves for anybody else, and there's things that all countries are doing for self-survival that other countries would disagree with. That's just right. But I thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Let me see. I, I, boom, I got something. It must have knocked, knocked all those calls off. All righty. Well, give me a call. Let's see if I can get some on here. 972-607-1893. America, where do we go from here? I, I get the feeling that most people don't believe there'll be a World War III. I, I really don't want to catch people off guard. Things can happen. Things will happen. Those of you who are Bible believers, guess what? Those countries are lining up exactly the same way the Bible said they would. Who's going to be the villain in that this whole thing? Gog? The land of Magog? Misha? That area, that area at that time was a city-state. 
Well, today, that same area is a major city in Russia, Moscow. And we find that, that these perils and problems that are happening in Scripture and lining up, they're seeing, according to Scripture, one of the main things that's going to happen will um, Gog will hit Jerusalem with a nuclear weapon. Now, it's there, it's in Scripture, those things. If you study your Bible, some of you Bible scholars, y'all need to go look at your Scripture. Look at it. You say you know the Word of God. You say you're saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. That should teach you to study and get understanding out of Scripture. Now, I want you Bible scholars call and tell us where you think we are now. Well, who's in the background? Well, also, all of a sudden it's popped up and they're telling them to stay out of it and trying to get America is trying to get them out of it to stay is that the country there in Scripture, in the Bible, 200 million soldiers, that country is preparing to enter in on this saga, to call for America to be attacked. They're there. That soldier also that country that has horses, a horse, horses, is a part of their ground troops to be in this war. That country is preparing. What country is that? North Korea. Oh, this thing is lining up, people. This thing is lining up so that 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 we uh, would be amazed if our people only knew the Bible, which they claim to be a Christian nation. They're lining up. Is that now? What they're seeing is what the Bible really teaches. This is becoming, this is, we entered into the age of the end of the rule of the Gentile nations. That's coming to an end. People, you need to wake up and understand. The end of the reign of the Gentile nations is coming to a close. Let me hear from you, 972-647-1893. All right, P-A-R, bring us a call. So. We have uh, Jim on the uh, line one. Jim? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Jim. Yeah, I wanted to, 
I just wanted to say that uh, this war is going to go back to the Euphrates. Because in the Bible it says that, the six trumpet says that, you know, it, it, it'll be a war fought at the Euphrates with, uh, with uh, what is it, uh, 200 million, you had mentioned it earlier. 200 million foot uh, soldiers and horsemen and all of those. Right. Yeah. Right, because Russia already has troops over in Syria right at the Euphrates. So they're going to take this war back to the Euphrates. And China just, you know, a couple years ago built a military base in Africa. That's the only military base. Well, and they have ships all along the coast of Africa because they're buying ports. And guess where else they're buying ports? Where is that? Central and South America. In the Western yeah. Hemisphere. Right. They're, they're, they're lining up, and these nations that I named, uh, they're lining up against Israel because they know they have to watch Israel very closely because Israel is nothing. This so-called Israel is nothing right. but a so-called it's nothing but our 51st state of the United States that have as many nuclear weapons as, as, as Russia, which has been provided to them by America. And this whole thing goes winding up, and, and, and our people are, are not. Too many, we have two people, many people not cognizant of really what's going on around them. Right, I agree with you. And we got we got uh, what is your name? African nations Robert. that are lining up and purchasing nuclear weapons. Now America said they they getting these weapons from Russia. Russia said America is supplying these nuclear weapons and everything. They everybody talk about nuclear proliferation. But they're providing things that they feel like that's going to protect them. So this, this, this thing is farther down the line than more, most people will want to ever admit. They're too afraid to admit. So, and, and another thing is, why, what, people don't understand that these sanctions, man, are killing people. Oh, yes. Uh, these countries, you know, they can't get medical goods, they can't get food. And I'm not, I, you know, I love being in America, but, but uh, this country is doing some dirt, too. Well, see, here's what. America is the one that called for sanctions against Haiti. Haiti is not the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere because they chose to be. It's because America right. made them that. Even after America had defeated France, which America could not do, but we have uh, the French general and, I mean, the uh, Haitian general, uh, Toussaint Overture defeated France greatest warrior in the history of the Western Hemisphere greatest general but he's not ever talked about he's not talked about in American history because they try to hide things that they did they turned on people that helped us alright right. thank you yeah. alright thank you alright Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three three and take three. But uh, we yes. up against a short break, and yeah. we'll be right back.
of America for their sponsorship of the Workers Beat Labor Talk Show. Heard every Saturday at 9 a.m. on KNON. CWA members work in telecommunications and information technology, the airline industry, education, healthcare, law enforcement, manufacturing, and other fields. CWA fights for fair pay and fair treatment for workers. For more information, cwa-union.org or 202-434-1100. The longest-running gay and lesbian show in the world airs on KNON Sundays from 1 to 2 p.m. Hosted by David Taffet. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio. Along with Roy Landis and Patty Sink. They have more than 30 years of gay broadcasting experience combined. The show covers topics and issues about the LGBTQ community. Tune in every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. on KNON 89.3 FM. Sponsored by The Dallas Voice. More information at DallasVoice.com. Are you the parents of a high school student? The Wesley Rankin Community Center offers an after-school and summer youth education program for high school students grades 9 through 12. These programs offer preparation for high school graduation and post-graduation plans, including the path of college, trade schools, and the exploration of careers. The high school program provides a safe, stimulating environment to learn and experience various skills and opportunities, thus contributing to a high standard of character development and personal identity. Information at wesleyrankin.org. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. All right, we're back and we're taking your calls at 972 647 1893. All righty, Pierre, who do we have? Who's the first uh, up? Robert on uh, line three. Robert, already. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Dr. Burnett. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Just great. There's an economic embargo that blacks in America face daily. That's right. As I see America sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, billions just writing checks, and here we are. Some of that's your money. And we can't get a dime. We can't even get a loan. Mm-hmm. But they're sending billions of dollars to other countries in aid, but here we are to help to build this country, our ancestors, and mm-hmm. we cannot get a loan. Mm-hmm. You know, what do black people realize that they got to stand up and fight for, 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 for the things that we need? You know, I mean, we sit back, we talk, and just like when you look at the, 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 the series uh, banking below I-30. It mm-hmm. showed that they didn't lost no money in Southern Dallas. That's right. But they lent money all over Southern Dallas, all around Southern Dallas. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because black folks, they don't want us to have opportunities, capital. That's right. Uh, and, and, and But we lay down and, and we allow this to continue to happen. Even Channel 8, uh, the interviewer said... Why is there not being any protests about how you all are being treated? You know, Robert, let, let me ask you something. Just a month or so ago, every time you touch your TV on, almost on every channel, we had political commercials, right? Right. All right. Was any of the, did you hear in any of those ads somebody talking about they're going to stand up for 
uh, everyone in America to be able to go to those lending institutions and get loans. Now, it's already the law that they're supposed to do it, but do you, do you have anybody to stand up and say they were going to make sure that they enforce those laws and they, 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 they do what's right? Not one, not one, not one. Well, that, that, see, it's our fault when we don't think. And, and vote right. for people that's going to do things that they're supposed to do. We let them feed us anything and talk about how they stood up and fought for us and everything. And none of those politicians is talking about standing up for us to get loans like we're supposed to get. None of them. Right. We, yeah, see, they have their own agendas, and in most cases, the power structure finances them, and, and, and they don't accept our agenda. We got to give them their agenda. See, they don't know what, what's happening. And then they talk about what they've done, and they didn't done this in nursery school. When have you stood up for black people in this city? Yeah. You know, they, they, they can't they, they can't. They can't talk about that. They can talk about their education. Uh, they can talk, talk about their profession. But they can't talk about what they have done and how they have stood up. But but never mind that, Reverend. It's time for black folks. If you, if you don't stand up now, it's going to be too late. Because well. the cost of everything has gone up. And, and, and if you already own no real estate, it's going to be very difficult to buy some. Man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be it's so it's getting so bad. It's gonna be hard to buy a bicycle. I ain't lying. Everything going up so fast, it's unreal. But that's the way it was meant to be. That's what the Bible teaches. Uh, that in the last days, money will lose its worth, its own value. It will value nothing. There'll be certain things. And you see, you and it's starting in that direction. Watch this cryptic currency. Watch this. Watch this, people. Say, oh no, no, no! This, this, this is this is the wave of the future. Uh, the, of the future. Well, you're right. But guess who? They did not count on being in the future. Who's the poorest race of people right now in America? Hmm. What's the, po the poorest race of people in America right now? I can tell you who's the poorest managers of their money. Well, that's the poorest. That's the poorest people in America. Hmm. They're the poorest, uh, the poorest handlers of their money. That's, that's, that is the poorest people in America. Who, now, who is that? Who is the poorest people in America? Well, people who don't spend money among themselves, who don't trust one another. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Right. That's the one I'm talking about. That only less land mm -hmm. and, and, and dependent on other people for their At food. the turn of the 20th century, from the, at the turn of the 20th century, from the 1800s to the 1900s, how many acres of land did African Americans own? 14 million. No, no. 14. Oh, no, you're way off. We owned almost 200 million acres of land once upon a time. Well, then it came well, 100 years later, we owned less than 9 million. See, going backwards. 
And that's done by design. Hello? That's right. Because, and then, and that, I think, was deflated, is inflated for the simple fact, if you're paying a mortgage, you still don't truly own that land. Quite naturally, you never own nothing because of eminent domain. But even to the point of eminent domain, we had so much less uh, land that it was unreal. But I got to run, Robert, but thank you for your call and coming. Uh-huh. That comes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Imani on line three. Imani, all righty. Good morning, Imani. Hey, Professor, how you doing, brother? Fine, how are you? Oh, the little snake done turned into a dragon. Hallelujah. Yeah? I'm so glad to see God in this thing. Look here, we've been refugees for 465 years, 66 years. We have been refugees, and the Creator is finally coming. We do have a think tank, but we don't have no phonies in our think tank. We think it. We love and love respect one another. And I'm not, we're not going to let everybody in. So, not now. We with Dr. Claude Anderson. Thank you, Dr. Claude Anderson. We're praying with you. And Dr. Ice Cube, we have one. And I just want to tell our people, we have, you, you, you've been to all you politicians, they need to, we need to clean house. All them sell outs downtown, follow the money, it will tell you what they're doing. They're selling us out down there. They're selling us out all over the nation. I thank God for this opportunity because we are refugees. I was at uh, the president a couple of weeks ago at the VA when the Biden was here. Mm-hmm. I am not your, I, I'm not your whore. Excuse me. Uh, you can uh, look at Democratic Party. You ain't nothing, man. And you know, as I've been voting for fifty years, and you tell, I don't die to vote. I die for freedom, justice, and equality. And this country, I, this is the best thing ever happened to us. So we can wake up the dry bones and wake up. We got a think tank of people that respect and love and trust one another. We don't let everybody in because you come in with your all your your, your ideas. We have a problem. You know what the problem is, Brother Burnett? What's that? We don't have no money. No money. In God, we trust we don't have. And that's why we know why we don't have it, because we, we spend it all. Alcohol, wigs, anything foolish, we do it. And that's why we don't have no, no opportunity. Robert, you're right. They won't loan us anything because we won't come out of force and tell them, demand that we built this country. And now they're letting everybody else in. And I'm sorry, Caucasian people. You were in trouble, and I'm not going to fight your wars no more. That's well, all I got to say. But, but, but look at the whole situation. Uh, you're asking for something that you should have had the day you cried into this world. And uh, th- there is still a resistance to us. Now, that's where the problem starts with us. Anytime we meet a resistance... We do not go forward. If you got a think tank, I hope you're thinking resistance. I hope you're thinking in a, also along with your business manager, managing type thinking, you think militarily because there will be a resistance, a resistance for us becoming true free Americans, which there are many who say that will never ever be well now what what uh, what what uh, what is uh what what are y'all thinking what do y'all who do y'all want to be what do you want to have 
Well, what we want to do is tell everybody, like Dr. Henry Clark and Dr. Van Sertema, Dr. Welsing, I love her. It's genetic. We know about why they really racist in the world. Only nine-tenths of the people control it. We the majority, colored people, pale people, I'm sorry. You know, when they, say, when they call you people without color, you don't control it anymore. And now the people of color, which they, we don't know geography, we don't know about land, Robert, you're right. We don't know about money. We have to wake up. But guess what? I, I thank God for this group because the dry bones are waking up. And, I, and the four winds are on them, pastor. And I'm so happy. And this is the best day of my life since I came back from Vietnam. Please don't thank me for, for serving this country because this country never served me. And I don't care how many of you will vote. Vote for what? They just passed a law. Other day, guess what law kind of law they gave us? What they give us? A lynching law. I, you shouldn't have been lynching us in the first place. Now you're gonna in 2022. You're gonna give us. No, we're gonna give y'all a lynch. I want reparation. I don't want no no lynching. You shouldn't have been lynching us in the first place. Well, that's what they do. If he's playing games with us, and we keep doing the same thing, you want to find check, check it out. Go chase the money, then you. That's who them politicians. Our politicians, they sell out symbols. Uh, that's all they do is that they sell out to other people just for their own personal goals. Well, uh, what do we do about that? Well, y'all, I think take uh, give give us a couple of uh, steps well, forward. We need to be looking at. You think well, soon I get my foundation, Powernomic Corporation, get out thing for Ice Cube. Thank you, brother. Soon we get down, we got the money. Now, what we gonna do? We gonna we gonna when we get it down and get it out, get all this over. You said we've got the money now. We have the money. Yeah, we do. We control. We we control. Billions of dollars, yes. We, uh, but do we control it in a sense that it returns back to us? Well, what we working on now? We got a group. We got money in our pockets. We stop buying weeds and alcohol. That that's enough to fund what we need. And we can't get our people. They they don't know the world's coming around. They still partying and getting drunk. So, well, and the churches are closed and all that. But we have. A, I'll let you know later. I can't do it right now. I'm not. We're not trying to hurt nobody else. We just trying to love one another. And so what we do, we got money, but Mr. Biden won't even let us come in the time. We got a contract with America. Ice Cube, dude. He won't even let us in the White House. And now they're going to start a war with the, them people that up north. Them he he won't let us in the White House? No, sir. He will not let They us seem to be there. filling the White House with black women. Well, you've noticed they black women were white husbands. Hello. Hey, hello. Also, uh, are y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all are cognizant of that, huh? Yes, sir. And we know Clarence Thomas, Mr. Bush. We are educated people. We're no longer dumb, ignorant like they think we are. We have a group, but you can't let them ignorant people come in because the first thing they do, they take you talking about stuff that don't matter. We need, Robert, you're right. We need money. We don't say economics. We say money. We don't have no money, and we don't have no power. That's why every neighborhood has got everything that come in. They're they bringing in some people now on the boat to take our spot. It's like they're waiting at the border to build our, our infrastructure that we built. And they, everybody's getting something but us. Cause we, you know why? Because we are, we, I don't know, we, we just. Are you saying the ninth most wealthiest people on the face of this earth it doesn't have any money? 
We got it, but we spent it foolishly. Yeah, that, now, now you're coming around. We've got money. Oh, believe me, black America has money. But we we are foolish. We 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 use it in a destructive manner in many ways. We use our money to really really discriminate against ourselves. Well, look at the wig. Go there to the wig shop this morning. Go to the wig shop. We wear hair. Dead people hair. One the wild ghost is on our head. Them people in China and the big. We wear stuff on our head. I look at our women, man. How they dress. How they look. Look at our men. Alcohol. Oh boy, there, there wouldn't be no alcohol sales if we didn't buy it. We we the alcoholic people in the world. And we 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 eat the wrong foods. We wonder why we dying. We don't do nothing. We not but get some people waking up, realizing we have one point three trillion dollars in our pocket, but we can't hardly find a place to spend it. Any black businesses out there? I'm looking for a black business this morning. You can't hardly find me. They're arrogant, ignorant. You go in there and they think they own. I did. I do this all the time. Buy stuff from black people. So you're saying all of this is uh, black people's fault, huh? No, sir. It's not our fault. It's our, what our fault is, like Robert said, we won't see the key word together. Together. We've got power. But you, are you saying it is it our fault Well, that we don't come together? Well, I think we've been brainwashed. I got a book called Brainwash. I don't know if you got it. I got a library. We are brainwashed. And the reason we won't, we, we, we have been taught, I like Willie Lynch, we have taught our differences and they made them bigger. Envy, jealousy, distrust. Envy turns into ignorance. It causes envy. Envy causes jealousy. Jealousy causes hate. Hate causes murder. It's all about once we realize what they did to us, then we can wake up. The dry bones will wake up. How did we become that way? Well, they they did it. They they did it. Well, Dr. Wilson said they did it intentionally. First of all, through you're right. Religion. Religion is my number one problem, Pastor. You preach it, but they ain't listening to you. They ain't listening to you. You told them they are the children of God. Well, they, well we are. But we are. If, if I gave you, Imani, I gave you, gave you a million dollars today, and you decided you don't want it, you're going to go home and put it in your mattress and sleep on it. Well, whose fault is it, mine or yours? It's my fault. Well, this is what we've got happening today. We've been given treasures un unparalleled on this earth have been given to us. We are the children of Israel. We have treasures unparalleled. We're not broke. But the problem is... Instead of us going on and exercising, coming together and using that money together, we would rather sleep on it and say, well, look, my mattress is big and it's soft and uh, it's too tough for the rest of y'all. You have to get your own. That's our mentality. Well, and that we were taught to think like that. Huh? They're the bourgeois Negroes who wouldn't be better slaves for the white people. Oh, I can't say that, Kurt. But they bourgeois. They, the world think we got a car and a house. Who, who, who put that together? 
Well, they they was playing, but, but from the time that King James, and, I mean, the, the, when the ship called Jesus in 1555, they picked a lot of us. We was already here, but when they did that, when they did that, it was it, the supremacy is planned. It's not an accident. We are now no, we know low people. Look at the Suez. I tell you what, I gotta go right now, but so I'm gonna let you know. The, 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 the institution that helped perpetuate that more than anything was the Black Baptist Church. I got to run. Yes, and uh, 972-647-1893, you can reach me. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- All right, we're back and ready for our last segment. Ready for the last segment. All right. All right, bring me on the call. We have a Beverly on line one. Beverly, all righty. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning. How you guys doing? Fine. How are you doing? I'm good. You know what? Uh, Pastor Jeremiah Wright said, the chicken has come to roost. Right. I'm so glad you guys are talking about this. And what I say last week, you can, there's three things you can't hide, the sun, the moon, and the truth. Mm-hmm. Now, let me add another one on there. We on flat tires. And until we change these black tires, we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, what? All the time. Another thing. I don't think we need to be over there fighting that stuff over there. We need to be paying attention to what Ukraine is doing to Russia because I think that stuff is going to come right here on our turf. And we need to learn how to defend ourselves. You think Ukraine was poking the bear? Say that again. You think Ukraine was poking the bear? I'm, you're breaking up. Uh, that's okay. Go go right here. Say what you're going to say. Go, go um, right mm-hmm. uh, I just think that we need to, charity begins at home. And until we learn to take care of home, you can't go something like, I mean, everything you guys been saying this morning was right on key, right mm-hmm. on time. And we mm-hmm. need to be listening and observing because nobody's exempt from any of this. Yeah, well, we until we come together, we got people who call for togetherness, and they're not coming together. They, they're trying to build themselves their own personal re- reputations and everything. I like they have to deal with all kinds of stuff when it comes well, to this. It, I've been saying it a long time. Yeah. We needed Trump. We needed Trump for this wake-up call because we wasn't getting it, and a lot of us are still not getting it, but we better wake up and look and see but we, if Stevie Wonder, I used to say back in the day, if Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder can see this, then we ought to be able to see it. And we still are walking around here. Ray Charles and passed on. Stevie Wonder still seeing it, and we still don't get it. Well, I don't know. Uh, do you think we should uh, enter deeply, deeper into this war? No, I do not. I think every tub needs to sit on its own bottom. All right, why do you think Ukraine never joined, never joined NATO? Why do you think Ukraine never joined NATO? Um, I wonder why, that was a good one, you did that one this morning. I wonder why that also, that's, that's the central part of Europe. And I said way back, they're coming in here to throw Europe and America. This is exactly what's going on. Well, you know, in that Section 5 in that Constitution, that no NATO, if one NATO country is attacked by another nation that's not of NATO, 
all countries will come together and help them fight. Now, why didn't they join that pack? That's a good question, but let me ask you this. Didn't Trump come in here to take us out of NATO? Yeah, well, now, see, he, that was one of the things he really wanted to destroy was NATO. In fact, he really wanted to destroy the United Nations. Exactly. So there are things that are going on now that people who don't want to see it, because they know if they open their eyes, they would see what is really happening in this world, how how we uh, almost, they wanted to make uh, America in some ways an isolationist type of uh, government, and uh, we, but no government can stand alone. No country can stand alone. The poorest countries in the world are poor, only poor because the other nations would not do business with these countries. See, this is the same thing with Haiti and everywhere else. They're isolated. They, they, and really, they're isolated only because of their skin color. So let me say this too, Pastor. 1922. This is 2022. Do the math. History is going to keep repeating itself until we stand up and, and like I say, we got to stand up and, and take charge. Mm-hmm. Well. We have, we, that's what the whole issue is about, keeping us down because they know we are the powerful ones. And if you keep us down, they can keep doing what they do. But like I said, when I started out, the chicken didn't come to roost. They are being exposed. And that's why they don't want you to learn your history in school. Every other nation can learn theirs but ours. I had a problem with that. Well, you should have a, a great problem with that. A great problem with not wanting to uh, uh, teach true history. They'd rather skirt around it or teach a lie, something else. That ought to wake every person especially black people on this earth, ought to wake them up because they don't want the truth to ever be told about where this country, from which it's come, the way it was built and everything. They don't, They gave you such little nice terminology as manifest destiny and all this going from the Atlantic to the Pacific and it's just our goal. And they don't tell how they murdered Maine and and it just just robbed, raped, and did everything in order to get to that point. So this is one of those things uh, that we're going to have to deal with, and we're going to have to teach our own children. I told you that we're going to have to teach them, and we dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Somebody thought they had made it, and they didn't have to let that be the gone, and we don't bring that up, and we go start from right now. I'll say it again. Until we know where we come from, we are not going anywhere. We're on that flat top. Have an awesome day. All right, Ian. You have an awesome one. Thank you all for calling. Thank you all for listening. Got to get out of here. Got to run. Callers on the line. Can't get to all of you. Can't get to you. Can't get to you. And uh, we have to move. I guess when it's uh, this COVID pass, maybe we can stay on until 9 o'clock again. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. Hope to see you tomorrow morning, 9.30. Marianne Barnett Sr. on Facebook, 9.30, Heavenly Joy Church, tomorrow morning. Lord bless you and keep you.